0: Welcome to the Particularly Packers podcast. Listen in as Bob Dog travels around the football universe in hopes of understanding the madness that we love about the league, particularly the Green Bay Packers. The journey begins now. Go Pack Go! Go Pack Go, baby. What's up, everybody? Bob Dog checking in with you. Particularly Packers podcast once again. Oh, man, this is going to be a sad one, mostly because I got to report some cuts, some trades, and... Some people placed on IR. Let's start with the cuts real quick. Kamal Martin uh, at linebacker. Kind of surprising, but not really. You know, we have a, we brought in Campbell and we have some people, you know, Oren Burke showed up. We have some real legitimate inside linebackers right now. Um, You know, Kamal Martin, appreciate you. Go Pack, go Packer Nation. Love you. Always will. Um, Definitely a hard worker. Did everything he was asked. It just didn't work out, which is no, you know, nothing personal. Hopefully you get another shot somewhere. I think you definitely put down some good tape and one one physical specimen. So we'll see what happens with you. Uh, Daniel Crawford, a tight end. I think I called this week after week watching the preseasons. He just wasn't cutting it. He was lost in space, was missing blocks. It, it didn't look good. Um Kadar Holman, go pack go, man. We're gonna miss you over there. Cornerback, you you know been backing us up for a while now. Made a couple splash plays in your little time with us. And uh, once again, you know, back to the Josh Jackson for Isaac Yeadim. That was a big trade. Um, Could our home in? I think we got a seventh-round pick for him. You know, may turn into something. Probably won't, but we'll see. Um, Isaac Yeadim is going to be a big game for you on Saturday. Hopefully you can show up on the special teams. You got one more chance to prove it. I think he did decent at cornerback. He did much better than Josh Jackson would have, I believe. And um, hopefully you can make your spot at least on uh, special teams. Alright, so that's our cuts and trades. Now back to the IR. Um I'll start with Will Redman. He was placed on IR, which is our basically kind of like a second string safety. He plays, you know, backup to either Savage or Amos. He's been placed on IR. Um very silent move at this point. And if both of those guys in our you know starting safety stay healthy, it won't be much, you know, of a it won't won't draw much attention. However, one of those guys go down. It's wide open now. Whether it's Henry Black, Vernon Scott, Christian Uphoof, um, what's his name, Dennis Gaines. I mean, all you got, you got young talent back there fighting for the spot. Well, Will Redman, he had been there for a while. He'd been very consistent. It was nice having him back there. Um, you know, name didn't pop up much, but during camp and everything, he used to always make plays. So we'll see. You know, hopefully that injury doesn't. Cut his career short. Not really sure exactly what happened on that one. Probably should have looked into it a little more for you guys. However, you know, we all couldn't do a little more. Oh, man, Will Redman, man. Go, Pat, go. Very sad to hear it. Um, And Devin Funches has been placed to IR. Oh, man, that was heartbreaking right there, man. I had the highest of hopes when he, when we, you know, signed him. Um. It wasn't talked about very much, but I, saw, I remember him with Cam Newton when he was, like, his rookie year and I think his second year. He was killing it over there. I'm not sure if he got injured or what exactly happened, but that fallout, um, I think Cam Newton might, may have left right around that time. I'm not, I don't remember exactly what happened, but Devin has disappeared off of my map. Um, when we signed him, I just remembered the beast that I saw. I think in the preseason week one, I think we saw the beast that he could be. However... Injuries, injuries, injuries. And he opted out last year. So last year was a choice. This year is a misfortune. Um, Very sad for Devin Funches. I always wanted to see what you could do out there. I always, you know, whew, it wasn't even a competition between you and Malik Taylor in my eyes. However, the door is wide open. Malik Taylor, if he can secure a roster spot, the door is wide open. Um, His competition is himself at this point. If he goes out and shows out and we want to fill that sixth wide receiver on the roster spot, I think it's his to gain. With that being said, I'm going to go back to what I said in my last podcast. Please, please, Mark Murphy, give Larry Fitzgerald a call. Aaron Rodgers, talking about people come to play with you, give Larry Fitzgerald a call. We can get one last dance out of this man. He can come in and play one year. Imagine Larry Fitzgerald on the opposite side of Devontae Adams. Now, he'd have to beat out MVS, but I think he can very clearly do that. Um, Larry Fitzgerald has always been a beast in my eyes. I didn't watch him last year to see if he still has it, but I didn't hear anything else. Um, I think everybody wants Larry Fitzgerald. He's just a cardinal, you know what I mean, at heart. But I think he might come out. He might be tempted to play if he had one chance at a Super Bowl, and Green Bay would definitely give him that. Larry Fitzgerald, come on, folks. What do y'all think, man? What do y'all think, man? I, I'm, you know, I, I'm thinking... That could be it. That could be it. Oh, man. All right. Back to, let's see. Packers versus Buffalo on Saturday with a chance of seeing Jordan Love. Um, I know he was throwing in plat- in practice, so it looks like he may be coming back. Uh, Coach LaFleur in his interview said for sure, you know, the first half, possibly the beginning of the third. But, ben- you know, Ben Kirk will definitely get a chance to play the fourth and, you know, possibly some of the third, maybe the second half. That would be nice, I'd like to see Jordan Love get out there and get a little more playing time. Um, big thing to watch is going to be special teams. There's going to be a lot of guys that are trying to figure out their spot. And not only that, we just need to see improvement on special teams in general. Um, I don't know if, you know, it comes down to coaching or players or what it is, special teams, we just blow it. Um, we make every other team in the league basically look good at this point. It's going to be big, big plays on special team. Like I said, Isaac Eatham, you better you – better st- Stop those gunners when you're out there on the outside, man. And I only say that because I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for you, brother. Um, Cornerback is, you know, very competitive. Isaac Yudem, again, can fight for his shot there. Um, I think that he's, you know, got a good chance to be up there, you know, the fourth or fifth cornerback because we definitely have some talent in that situation. I think that he can compete with Sullivan, you know, in that spot. Um, You know, maybe we can throw him around a little bit, switch him up. Wide receiver, you know, that's always – always up for play to, for a lot of players around Malik Taylor, depending on, you know, who wants to step up and get their name known. Um, I'm trying to remember the guy with a B in our last, in the last name is drawing a blank, but I know that we have some wide receivers out there jockeying for position, but Malik Taylor's clearly, you know, the, the front runner. And unless he blows the game, I think he's clearly got it. Unless somebody else comes up huge. Um, Safety, like I said, with Will Redmond going to IR, I think there's going to be a lot of eyes on safety this game. Um, Henry Black, Vernon Scott had a poor game last game. We have Christian Uphoof who had a good game and special teams stood out on special teams last week. That was that was nice. So we have a lot of competition back there for safety. That's going to be very important moving forward. Hopefully, you know our line, our our safety stay healthy and Savage and Amos. But, you know, we, we may need one of these guys even to slide down into that nickel spot and, you know, they'll get some playing time. So we're definitely, that's an important spot. O-line, once again, um, we'd just like to see a solid improvement like we saw last preseason game. Um, Royce Newman, it looks like he may be getting a starting job. So if he gets a little more playing time, that wouldn't be bad to see, except, you know, those offensive guys, you always worried about their knees and everything with people falling down. So if he can stay healthy, it'd be nice to see some Royce Newman out there. And then D-line, I think, uh, you know, Lindsley Kiki has some stuff to show. I think TJ Slayton, if he can come out here and put another sack in, that would be huge for him, his confidence, and for, you know, just for stock to have that in the bank. Two sacks and, you know, back-to-back games, that would be huge. So I think D-line, you know, there's going to be a lot of spots. Um, I'm surprised we haven't seen Dean Lowry out there in preseason. Now, you know, nobody's mentioned it, but I would have liked to see at least some flashes against him going against some lesser guys to see what he can do with his veteran talent. I understand not playing the veterans, but I think that, you know, he's possibly on the bubble. I thought he could still be released um, when the roster cut comes. Dean Lowry, we love him. Go Pack Go, baby, all day. Um, Definitely appreciate all he's done. But as far as a standout, I think that, you know, we have a lot more talent coming in and already there. With that being said, folks, um, Breaking news to myself, as of yesterday, I am part of a fantasy football league. We're doing a draft on Saturday. Um, you know, I'm pretty excited. Haven't played fantasy football in a couple of years. It's too hard to get, you know, keep the team together, keep people paying, have people, you know, actually play every week. I mean, people play half the season, and stop playing, or start doing stupid trades with their friends. And, man, it's it's ridiculous. I didn't like being part of it, but I got asked to join something because somebody fell out, which I I understand, So I jumped in. Um, So I'm going to be following a lot more fantasy football than I really wanted to. It wasn't something that I planned to do. Um, There is some big news from around the league that, you know, interested me with Travis Etienne out for the season with the Jags. That's very unfortunate. That was their second first-round pick after picking up Trevor Lawrence, who has been named the starting quarterback. Um, So I thought the Jags were going to have, you know, a lot more talent on the field than they will now. Uh, Travis Etienne was clearly a very talented individual, out for the entire season, very unfortunate, sorry for you brother, Cam Newton, out five days for COVID in New England, Daniel Jones is sitting back, smiling somewhere, I'm not sure exactly what went down, there's a lot of controversy, and because it's New England, you you know, we got to come up, and we got to have our, uh, we got to assume that there's more going on than we see, you know what I mean, they're gonna, they're gonna start the uh, controversies, and the conspiracies will start um, with Belichick and how how, how are we going to pass this by the people? How are we going to not make Cam mad? But well, I guess Cam Newton left. He got tested every day. He was gone for like five days to a, a team, you know, okayed event and came back. And now he has to be sidelined for five days at a point where he's in a QB competition with Daniel Jones. Very crazy. Um, this whole COVID thing is definitely it's up for debate. Everybody has their own opi- opinion about it, but the facts are not very straight. Um, the facts for the NFL as, uh, you know, as a company, they're, they're very straight. They're not playing with this. They want everybody to go get that vaccine. Um, which is very scary because my co my neighbor at work, he owns a business next door. I was talk- speaking with him and he was telling me that he knew a stewardess my age, which, you know, th- roughly 30 younger thirties. And, uh, I guess she fully vaccinated staff on the airlines and I guess she got sick again and she's in the hospital, you know, fighting for just to breathe. So, you know, our prayers and just best of wishes go out with anybody struggling with anything, not just the virus in general, but everybody out there struggling. Your health is the most important thing. As long as we got that, it's a good freaking day. You know what I mean? So um, with that being said, it's still that's all controversy. I don't want to get into that. Um, I'm not a scientist. I don't know. I would definitely love to figure more out, uh, but that's, you know, that's the Nipple Whiskers podcast. That's a whole different story right there. Um, very sad, very sad that, you know, this this thing is, um, I don't know, Cam Newton came back, tested two days in a row clean, and now he still has to sit out five days. It, I don't know, man. They're definitely trying to force people to get vaccinated because if he was vaccinated, he probably wouldn't have had to go through this, which is, you know, uh, definitely... Against the freedom thing and you know, it's it's crazy that the people willing to enforce these things are the same people that aren't willing to sacrifice any part of their life for this country in the part of service and serving their country and uh that's a whole nother story. Teddy Bridgewater as a starter in Denver, he beat out Drew Locke. Congratulations, Teddy Bridgewater. We're supposed to hate you as Packer fans, but I always saw a lot of talent when you were over there in Minnesota, man. Um, I was, you know, I'm not going to say I was thankful you were hurt, but I was thankful when we didn't have to play you because you were out for injury. I believe you blew out your knee during a practice. And, oh, man, you were always scary when you were there. So I've always wondered, you know, I know it's a little inconsistency, a little injury, but you got another chance over there in Denver, and Drew Locke was not – he's no slouch. Um, I'm sure you put up a fight, but – Bridgewater won. Congratulations. Happy four-year, brother. That might be something worth looking into fantasy-wise, late picks. Um, same with Matthew Stafford. We're not supposed to like him, especially in Detroit, but I understand he, he's got an arm, and he's over there with the Rams. The Rams have a lot of talent. They have a decent offensive line. I think that they can do something. Um, you know, Is Teddy Bridgewater just a temporary one-year replacement until Aaron Rodgers can get to Denver? Who knows? Who knows? But uh, Matthew Stafford, a lot of talent over there with the L.A. Rams and actually over here with the L.A. Rams. because I'm right outside of L.A. And that'll be a good game. there will be good games. He's going to be playing. You know, I think he'll put up some numbers. Might be worth picking up in fantasy. Jameis Winston, named starter in New Orleans. I definitely won't touch that. I'll stay far away. But congratulations. He beat out Taysom Hill. Very, you know, former Packer himself. Very interesting how he's made it, you know, interesting to see him still in the headlines after we cut him. And he's over here fighting for a starting job at quarterback, even though he's been more of a tool and gimmick tool, which is everybody has their purpose and his is very unique. So with that being said, we covered most of the stuff. I just wanted to touch basis with you guys. Look forward to the game on Saturday. Special teams is going to be huge. We're going to have to figure a lot out on special teams just as a whole unit. Um, when season comes, we we cannot afford to be the special teams unit we have been for the last two, three years, including this preseason. Um, cornerback is going to be feisty. I want to see Isaac Yedem get the pick, man. If you get a pick, that'll be huge. It'll be nice. Um, wide receivers, let's just see consistency out of Malik Taylor. I don't know who else will play. Equinemius made it back onto the practice field this week, but I don't know if he'll play or not. Probably not. Um, we'd rather have him healthy for week one. Don't want to see any injuries. That's the most important thing of this upcoming week and every weekend. We hate to see these injuries. Like to see everybody make it off the field. Um, there were some big sign. I think Denver signed or D- Dallas signed uh, Everson Griffin. If anybody remembers that individual, he's got a lot of talent over there, getting older, but definitely can uh, he can make a splash. I believe they signed him. Uh, he used to be with Seattle. That's where I remember him from and the Legion of Boom, uh, we don't speak about that because we know we should have won that game, man. Oh, man, that hurts, that hurts. All righty, folks, well, this is Bob Dogg. I was just checking in with you real quick, give you a quick little 15, 16-minute rundown of what's going on midweek. Devin Funches, we miss you, bro. Go Pack go. probably won't mention you again on this podcast. Well, I probably will because, man, I wish you were there. But let's get Larry Fitzgerald. That's the game plan. Let's get on the phone, Aaron Rodgers. Go get it. Last dance, Larry Fitzgerald. Let's do it. Love y'all. Subscribe where you get your podcast. Hit me on uh, social media. Give me any questions, comments, concerns. I appreciate it all. Um, Love you guys. Over and out. Go Pack Go! You have been listening to the Particularly Packers podcast. Please follow us on social media and please subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening and as always, Go Pack Go!